Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXB and today is the 2nd of February 2023 and yesterday the 1st of February at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time which is roughly around 11 p.m. Gulf Standard Time Jerome Powell did address the interest rate hike and looks like the Fed has decided to increase 25 basis points now that has had a tremendous impact in the world of cryptocurrencies now if you look at the global cryptocurrency market since that news it has gone up by 400 million dollars now look guys idly when you talk about bitcoin it should be apolitical but until and unless there is suppression of money and the state news such as this will definitely impact the price of bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies but nonetheless jerome powell increasing the interest rate only by 25 basis points also means that in us the inflation is slowing down and if you watch the video he did mention about labor market conditions and quite a lot of other so in today's episode we are very briefly going to touch base upon that and we are also going to talk about what seeking alpha has been noticing particularly since jerome powell went live what kind of an impact did it have on bitcoin and ethereum we are also going to be talking about Reuters has reported where the country of lebanon has decided to devalue its exchange by 90 percent now look guys if you're a resident of lebanon or a citizen this would be having a massive devastating impact in the value of currencies now would it be ideal if bitcoin could have been on the balance sheets particularly for the banks because an article from uae that is the national news has stated that it has costed the banks particularly in uae roughly around eight billion dollars so we'll very briefly touch base upon that now in today's episode we're also going to be talking about some news regarding meta and there are two contradicting news one article states that meta or facebook did have a phenomenal last quarter but there is another article by coindesk that states that facebook's parent company that is meta did make a tremendous loss in the last quarter of 2022 so it's going to be really interesting because both the news articles are talking exactly different now so far as in the world of cryptocurrency is concerned and legislation is concerned the u.s department of treasury has added two cryptocurrency wallets into its ofax list so we're going to talk about that and this brings this notion about blockchain protocols being censorship resistant unfortunately proof of stake protocols particularly ethereum has to follow the guidelines of ofax so we'll very briefly talk about that and in the past we have heavily criticized ethereum because over 60 percent of the blocks are ofax compliant there are two ways of looking at it you need to follow rules you need to follow legislations because the funds are being used for notorious activity unfortunately open blockchain protocols are a way to avoid sanctions so it depends on your individual thought on what a cryptocurrency protocol needs to adhere to but at an open blockchain protocol level these transactions should be censorship resistant now like we do in every crypto and coffee date podcast we're going to be discussing two news regarding uae and the first news is a brilliant partnership between abu dhabi university and fire fire is spelled with the number five instead of f and they are collaborating to advance blockchain education and research so definitely brilliant stuff and the second news is more like a promotional news and it says that solidate have launched a revolutionary payment gateway with the use of power of blockchain technology now i'm a bit skeptical regarding this news because you're doing exactly what bitcoin and ethereum started out to be so we have to cover quite a lot in today's episode so let's kick start today's episode Welcome to the Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. 
Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto & Coffee at 8 has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us. From the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies, we'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8 and let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry, including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE and Middle East crypto and blockchain community coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto & Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Firstly guys, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called Rise in the Obstacle Course Race and Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from sandstorm to spartan race, from tough mother to desert warrior challenge and also the government gov games and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get insights creep on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs and these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast. And finally guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, 
there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. Now, in today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now, since you're taking care of that, let's look at the global cryptocurrency market. Now, yesterday, guys, on the 1st of February, the global crypto market was at $1.05 trillion. Since the news of Jerome Powell announcing the interest rate, the global cryptocurrency market has pumped up by $500 million. Now, as of today, it is at $1.09 trillion. And since the last 24 hours, it is up by 4.14%. But if you look at the total crypto market volume, it has gone up by 40.31%. And later on in the episode, I'm going to be talking about a news article by Seeking Alpha that does actually explore some tiny details. Now, the total crypto market volume over the last 24 hours is at $64.54 billion. And the total volume in DeFi is gone up by $1 billion. And as of today, it is at $5.79 billion. And the total value locked has also gone up. And it is currently at $49.48 billion. Lido is still dominating with 17.33%. And $8.57 billion is locked in this protocol. And DeFi is accounting for 8.89% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. Now look, since January, the total volume in DeFi is accounting for a much better percentage in comparison to 2022. So it looks like DeFi is gradually making a comeback. Now MakerDAO is number second so far as the total value locked is concerned and $7.32 billion is locked in this protocol. Core Finance at number three at $4.92 billion. Aave at $4.77 billion. And finally Convex Finance at $4.13 billion. Now guys, let's look at the volume of stable coins. And to be honest guys, this might be the very first time where the volume of stable coins hasn't been affected because of the news by Federal Reserve Board. Usually what happens is the volume of stable coins tends to fluctuate quite a lot. It usually tends to go extremely high or extremely low. So it is a bit strange that the volume of stable coins has remained steady. It is at $58.10 billion and Tether USDT accounts for 43 $0.30 billion followed by Circle USDC at $4.13 billion and finally Binance USD which is definitely shot up since the last 24 hours at $11.48 billion. So, so far as the volume is concerned, looks like there is a lot of volume particularly in Binance and that probably might reflect by the reason why the price of Binance BNB coin has gone extremely high as well. Now going back to stablecoins, stablecoins still accounts for 90.73% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. Let's look at the market share, 24-hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum. Bitcoin's market share has gone up to $460 billion. Ethereum's market cap has also gone up at $205 billion. The 24-hour trading volume of Bitcoin is $31.05 billion, whereas Ethereum is at $10.27 billion. The dominance, surprisingly, is relatively the same. 
Bitcoin's dominance is at 42.09% and Ethereum's dominance is at 18.80%. Now usually what happens is guys, whenever there is a drastic news, the dominance of Bitcoin usually tends to go down because what happens is people tend to invest in smaller coins and the volume of all coins tend to pump up because of which the dominance of Bitcoin in particular tends to go down but this time it does look like an anomaly. Now today guys I'm going to be discussing two things. I'm going to be looking at the market cap of smart contract platforms rather than doing five I'm only going to be looking at the top three and I'm also going to be looking at the market cap of three privacy coins. Ethereum is clearly number one at $205 billion as its market cap. Binance BNB is number second at $52.02 billion and finally cut down with number third at $14.03 billion. Now let's look at the market cap for privacy coins. Monero is clearly an outlier with $3.26 billion. Zcash at number two with $614 million and Decred at number three at $347 million. Now listen guys, just an icebreaker and some fun bit of information. The day Zcash was launched, I believe it was in the middle of 2016, the price of Zcash was more than double the price of Bitcoin and that lasted for at least few days. So the price of Zcash, the day of its launch was more than double of Bitcoin for almost a week. Now granted the prices back then was ridiculously low but definitely some fun bit of information. Now let's look at the king of all kings, $72 since the last 24 hours. It is up by 3.40%. Since the last 7 days, it is up by 2.98%. Now look guys, in my podcast earlier in the week, I did talk about how institutional investors are the ones who are going after Bitcoin. So it's really critical that you understand that Bitcoins are being accumulated by hard networthy individuals and institutionals. Now if you want to talk about it purely in terms of why Bitcoin was created to be money for peer-to-peer, I don't think so that is a good idea. But if you look at the price of Bitcoin purely from the profit point of view, sure it does sound like an excellent deal. Now let's look at Ethereum. Ethereum is definitely pumped up as well and it is currently at $1,682. Since the last 24 hours it is up by 6.23%. Since the last 7 days it is up by 3.94%. Binance Coin is currently at $329. Now really I'm not sure if it has reached a new all-time high. So after this podcast, I'm definitely going to check because I do feel that this price of $329 might be its all-time high. Now since the last 24 hours, it is up by 6.21%. Since the last 7 days, it is up by 6.70%. Now look guys, the global cryptocurrency market is definitely looking green and the signs are brilliant. And the only reason for that is Federal Reserve Board Chair Jerome Powell did increase the interest rate hike by 25 basis points. Now one of the reasons why the process did actually go down was the interest rate hike was three times than what was announced yesterday and it used to be 75 basis points. Now what I'd really really recommend you to do is on YouTube please listen to Jerome Powell's speech. Now he did go live for roughly around 40 minutes and it did give reasoning as to why the prices increased to 25 basis points. Now listen guys, Jerome Powell definitely mentioned that the labor market conditions in US is looking absolutely excellent which means that we are definitely not heading into recession despite what mainstream media says. I'm seeing a lot of articles in LinkedIn stating that the world is heading towards recession. Unfortunately, that is 100% fake news. Now, If you do want to look at the data, there is only one website that you need to look at 
and the website is the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Ever since this news was announced of the interest rate of 25 basis points, the price of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies definitely did pump up. And Seeking Alpha, one of the leading online publications, did actually state that Bitcoin and Ethereum pop as trader Chia Powell's disinflation comments. And according to the article, guys, while Jerome Powell was going live, the price of Bitcoin did marginally pump up by 1.5% and Ethereum climbed to 2.6%, which does make a lot of sense. Now, the current bullish price action coincided with the risk on sentiment towards the stock market. And according to the article by Seeking Alpha, it states that Dow Jones went up by 0.1% and S&P 500 by 1% and Nasdaq by 1.9%. So look guys, it's so critical that you do go ahead and watch Jerome Powell's video because based on what he is saying, the prices tends to go up. Now it's going to be really interesting to see what happens towards the end of the weekend. Now what I particularly feel the reason for this hike is towards the end of December, President Biden did sign a $1.7 trillion bill. Now granted that most of the $1.7 trillion bill is supposed to be going towards defense and other spending. But listen guys, I've been saying it since December, ever since the bill was approved, there is a very high possibility that the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies will temporarily pump up. And that is exactly what has happened. I also told that the inflation would die down because a lot of these funds will be utilized to go ahead and manage inflation. But in the month of March and probably in the second quarter, that's when we are going to see the inflation numbers picking up wrong. Now listen guys, I really am hoping that I am wrong because what will happen in the second quarter of 2023, Jerome Powell might just increase the interest rate hike to maybe 50 basis points. And unfortunately, it could be possible that that time, the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies will tie to go down as well. What are your thoughts? Mention them in the comments below. Now let's talk about some news from Lebanon. Reuters has reported that Lebanon has devalued its official exchange by 90% and looks like this is the first time in 25 years that they have gone ahead and reduced the value. But what I'd really recommend you to do is Dr. Safadine Amos, one of the OGs in the space of Bitcoin, who talks a lot about fiat currencies, who talks a lot about Bitcoin, he has put up an excellent video on YouTube, a definite must. And I believe he's from Lebanon as well. So he does have a thorough understanding of how money works. And listen guys, Michael Saylor, he's a massive fan of Dr. Sefordinamos as well. I particularly listen to each and every of his episodes. So definitely go ahead and check that episode out. He has also published quite a number of books called as The Bitcoin Standard. And recently he also published a book called as The Fiat Standard as well. So definitely check it out because it does provide quite a lot of useful information. Now in UAE, one of the leading channels called as the National News, they have also published a report that stating because of this devaluation, the banks are about to lose $8 billion. But my big question is, these banks, would it have been ideal if let's say if they had Bitcoin in the balance sheet rather than the volumes going down, the prices of Bitcoin have gone up. So most likely, they might have not suffered these losses. Maybe a little chunk, maybe 2% or 5% of the funding allocation should be allocated towards Bitcoin. And by doing that, the supply gets accumulated in separate places. And most likely, the prices of Bitcoin would pump up as well. So those are my thoughts. Now, the next news I'm going to talk about is about Meta or Facebook. Now, Meta in 2020 did have some problem when they were trying to acquire WhatsApp and Instagram. 
and looks like there were people objecting for Meta. A lot of legal associations were against Meta acquiring a lot of companies because it does lead to a lot of centralization. But the news is that Meta gets caught win in Metaverse acquisition plan and they are planning to acquire a virtual reality startup called as Within Unlimited. Now this article is published via Bloomberg. Now what this news unfortunately means that Meta or Facebook could be in a position to have a monopoly in the metaverse and this could lead to a lot of centralization in the metaverse. So listen guys, what are your thoughts on Meta having a monopoly in the metaverse? Now I unfortunately do prefer a centralized entity so far as metaverse is concerned to take control because at the end of the day, they're going to offer a much better user experience. And one thing which I've told zillion times in my Metaverse Everything podcast is in order for users to switch from current existing systems to a Metaverse, there needs to be a 10x improvements. Just switching current existing systems to Metaverse will not cut it. And Meta, because of the funding available, they might be in a position to offer a 10x better user experience. Those are my thoughts. You might agree to it. You might disagree to it. Now, Bloomberg is also provided an article that states that the holiday season has been great for Meta as the sales beat expectation and the share prices have gone up. And if you go through Bloomberg, they also published another article that states that they have reported better than expected sales, particularly in the last quarter of 2022, which is fueled by strong demand for advertising as it has attracted more users on the Facebook social network. Now look guys, what I'd really recommend you to do is read through the official filings because it does actually state that the feature of Reel that they have that has definitely onboarded quite a lot of users. Now, unfortunately, Coindesk has a contradicting view and Coindesk has published an article that states Facebook's parent Meta, that is Metaverse division, has lost $13.7 billion in 2022 and the social media giant is reportedly losing $4.3 billion in the division in the fourth quarter of 2022 and revenues of only $727 million. So what I'd really recommend you to do is, guys, read through the report by Bloomberg, get a thorough understanding, read through the article by Condesk, and finally, read through the information from the first source, which is the official filing with the SEC. Innovation, my understanding, looks like Facebook is making quite a lot of money so far as the advertisement is concerned, and this is because of the real feature. But so far as the metaverse is concerned, Facebook is losing a lot of funds, but if you truly understand Meta's goal, they are looking at Facebook at long-term horizon and they are looking at in a decade's term. So I definitely do feel that over time that Facebook or Meta will be a dominant player in the Metaverse. But because of the court hearing and because Meta has won the court's decision to acquire a startup called Within Unlimited, there is also very high danger of Metaverse having centralization. So what are your thoughts, guys? Mention them in the comments below. Now, the next news that I'm going to be talking about does question the degree of censorship resistance, particularly for proof-of-stake protocols. So the news essentially is the Office of Foreign Asset Controls of the United States U.S. Department of Treasury has added two cryptocurrency wallets allegedly connected to a Russian sanctions invasion network as part of its list of specially designated nationals. So if you go to the link via my LinkedIn profile, it does give you the name of the person. It also gives you the list of addresses. Now, my understanding is all the validators who are working in proof-of-stake protocol are supposed to comply with this list. So I really am not sure how that thing is going to work because validators 
of proof of stake protocol must adhere to these rules or else they're breaking the US law. Now what I'd really recommend you to do is if you're a validator, definitely go ahead and read through this news because it does detail the Russian related designations, counter narcotics designation update and it is definitely a must that you do not go ahead and update these blocks onto the blockchain protocol. Now guys, let's talk about two news regarding UAE and the first news is a brilliant news. It is about Abu Dhabi University and FIRE and they are collaborating to advance blockchain education and research. So let me try to give out some information regarding Abu Dhabi University and FIRE. So the Abu Dhabi University is in Abu Dhabi with its campus in Abu Dhabi and it does have its campuses in Arlene in Dubai as well and it was established in 2013. Now so far as FIRE is concerned, it is spelled with the number 5 followed by I as in India, R for Roger, E for Elephant and the website is FIRE.org. Now FIRE based on the website they are claiming is a 5th generation blockchain ecosystem built from the ground with its United Nations Sustainable Development Goals in mind. So the news essentially is, is that Abu Dhabi University has signed a memorandum of understanding with FIRE to strengthen blockchain education, research and entrepreneurship and both parties will identify and support compelling blockchain projects with a focus on sustainability and accessibility and Abu Dhabi University and FIRE will build a comprehensive framework for educational opportunities including courses and workshops on blockchain technology. So it's a brilliant move to go ahead and educate the people, particularly students in the world of blockchain and FIRE will provide financial sponsorship for Abu Dhabi University's UAE national students who meet the criteria for professional certifications for blockchain-focused degrees and the partnership will provide resources to support students and researchers in developing and commercializing blockchain projects. And listen guys, a blockchain academy will be launched with a profit-sharing model to offer professional certifications. A hackathon will be organized for school and university students with hands-on training and mentorship. And FIO will offer Abu Dhabi University faculty and staff members comprehensive training and a train the trainer certificate program so this news is definitely massive and university students and faculty will have access to fire software hardware and curriculum for teaching and research purposes and listen guys what i really like about this news is is the collaboration aligns with abu dhabi university's mission to continuously develop programs and offering for students now with this partnership fire and abu dhabi university will explore the potential uses and benefits of FIRE's blockchain technology and the collaboration will yield case studies showcasing FIRE technology in areas such as sustainability, supply chain and logistics and Abu Dhabi University will establish collaborations with companies and organizations in the region working on related projects so definitely definitely brilliant stuff and Abu Dhabi University guys is one of UAE's top 3 universities offering over 50 undergraduate and graduate programs and Abu Dhabi University is known for its cutting-edge internationally accredited programs and its diverse faculty and students will now have access to world-class resources and facilities. So this partnership is definitely brilliant, especially over the long term. And Abu Dhabi University has strong international collaborations with leading academic institutions and public-private sector organizations and is ranked among the top universities in the world. So, so definitely a brilliant, brilliant partnership. Now guys, the next news that I'm going to be talking about is about Solidot and the news is that they are starting a payment gateway in UAE. So let me try to give out some information because to be honest, I'm a bit skeptical about this particular project. 
a solid dot is a payment gateway based on blockchain solutions integrated with smart contracts led to decentralized control for your payments including fiat coin and cryptocurrencies that helps users to manage funds from their own smartphone now listen guys that is exactly why bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies were created for so why should someone be using solidad now so far as bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies is concerned there are also open source api that one can use on the website so the transfer of payments can be done without the use of a central entity but once i tried to look at this news i did actually find out that they also have a token so let me try to give out some information regarding the token because solidad token is a smart contract that empowers and enhances the payment system based on binance smart chain or bsc increasing the efficiency decreasing the cost of money transfers and send or receive cross border payments instantly now i'm a bit confused as to why this project even exists because when you talk about bitcoin the transactions are peer to peer so why would you want to incorporate something which is exactly working similar to bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies and then also include cryptocurrencies but let me try to give out some information so solidat essentially is a blockchain and crypto platform that recently launched a decentralized payment processing ecosystem and the platform claims to provide a safe fast and efficient payment solutions that combines the benefits of blockchain technology and smart contracts and solidat offers access to multiple payment networks low operational costs instant settlement and real time traceability of funds and the platform they claim is designed to be user friendly and easy to use with a one stop shop for all payment needs and solidot includes a payment gateway called a solidot pay a decentralized exchange called a solidot swap a multiple wallet and support for multiple vendors and crypto exchange smartphone apps and the ecosystem is powered by solidate chain and they claim they have a partnership with visa for more payment options so it looks like they're definitely trying to enter the space and the goal for solidot is to become the most sought out crypto based payment platform in the GCC and Middle East and Solidat aims to provide a simple and seamless payment solutions for everyone regardless of technical knowledge and the platform is self sustaining and growing aligning with the incentives of all participants and Solidat claims that they provide the Solidat protocol which is a decentralized solutions for smart contract and smart payments and the core of the system is the Solidat smart payment protocol also called as SSP which allows for low fee transactions and mid market exchange rates and solidat is claiming to change the way people transfer funds and make payments by providing an ultimate blockchain payment gateway so really i'm not sure once again what the use case is but it is news so i thought of just informing you guys about it so that's all for today guys on the crypto and coffee date from blockchain dxp in case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions please mention them in the comments below And also do me a favor guys whichever podcasting platform that you're listening to please make sure that you give it a five star rating and you can also check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com or if you do have any feedback or suggestions please drop me an email to info@blockchaindxp.com and also check out my website that is eri2071.com that talks everything about metaverse now for the next few minutes is going to be an ask me anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding bitcoin blockchain beyond blockchain cryptocurrencies nfts Difa and Medavos. So let's kick start with the Ask Me Anything series.
Hey everyone, this is George from Blockchain DXP. You're listening to the Ask Me Anything series. Where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. I have a question by Jen who asks, Do you think we are heading towards a bull market? Definitely not, Jen. And that is exactly what I did actually mention in my podcast as well. What I do think is till the end of March, we might be appearing as though we're heading towards a bull market. But after that, we are definitely going to have some kind of shades of a bear market. Now, really, I'm hoping that I'm 100% wrong. And one thing, Jen, which I did mention earlier in the podcast as well, that in the last week of December, President Biden did sign a $1.7 trillion bill. And most of the spendings, ideally, should be going towards defense. But a majority of the chunk will be going into high net worthy individuals, institutions. And these guys might have decided to very limitedly go and purchase Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. And in my podcast earlier in the week, I very specifically mentioned that the prices of Bitcoin has gone up only because of institutional investors buying a lot of Bitcoin. So it does make quite a lot of sense as to why the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency has gone up. And this fund of $1.7 trillion was also utilized to go and manage inflation. And that's exactly what happened when Jerome Powell did announce a reduced interest rate hike of 25 basis points. Now, because of that, temporarily, at least for the next few months, I do see that it might appear that the price of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies are going up. My biggest worry, once again, Jen, is the collapse of digital currency group. And if that has a negative impact on Barry Selbert's Grayscale Investment Funds. So what I'd really recommend you to do is, Jen, keep a track on Grayscale Investments. Keep on checking how much are they selling the funds for. Now, there were rumors and speculations that in the month of December, their funds were being sold at a 50% discount. And that is definitely not ideal. Now, unfortunately, if DCG Currency Group does have an impact on Barry Selbert's Grayscale Investments, it could be possible that Grayscale Investments may be asked to liquidate some of the Bitcoins. Now, granted, they have well over 64,000 Bitcoins, but this news is definitely not ideal for the broader ecosystem. And potential investors of Grayscale Investments may also probably want to take out the funds. That would be absolutely catastrophic for the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Now, I do feel, Jen, that after March, that is the second quarter of 2023, there is a possibility that the inflation might temporarily pick up pace. And once that thing happens, I'm hoping that Jerome Powell once again does not decide to increase the interest rate because it will once again mean that the prices of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies will go down. Now, what I'm really looking forward for, Jen, is by the second or the third quarter, there needs to be some more DeFi protocols, some newer technologies which make DeFi lives much more easier and safer as well. Because let's face it, after the collapse of Terra Luna, after the collapse of FTX, the general faith in people who are not accustomed to, let's say, cryptography, hashing algorithm or mathematics, they have a very negative sentiments and generally are detractors or protocols that are promising high returns. So towards the second or third quarter of this year, I really am hoping that there are some newer innovation which makes life easier. The customer experience needs to be much more simple. And one thing which I've often said in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast is, probably in the second half of 2023, we might be seeing quite a lot of news regarding central bank digital currencies. Now, keeping all these things in mind, I don't think that we're heading towards a bull market. Most likely in the second quarter of this year, we might be showing some signs of a bearish market. But 
I would be happy to be 100% wrong because at the end of the day, no one wants to be in a bearish market. Now, what I do feel, Jen, is after the next halving of Bitcoin, which most likely might occur in the second quarter of 2024, six to eight months after then. So we're looking at the first quarter of 2025 is where I do feel we might be seeing some signs of bullish market. But once again, I would love that I'm 100% wrong in this. But other than that, I don't think that we are in the bull market as of now because nothing has changed. The only thing that has changed is Jerome Powell's announcement of the interest rate hike from 75 basis points to 25 basis points. So that's all for today, guys. On the Ask Me Anything series in Blockchain DXP. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to infatblockchaindxp.com and also check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com and also guys check out my website that is area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse and if you like listening to this podcast please click on the follow button give it a 5 star rating and share the word across and remember monday to thursdays 8 a.m to 8 30 a.m we have krypton coffee at 8 where we cover top news and information pertaining to bitcoin blockchain beyond blockchain cryptocurrencies nfts DeFi, and metaverse and how the series of episodes in the krypton coffee date works is we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well. News that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and metaverse. Thanks so much for listening guys and have a nice one. Bye bye.